But before we get into it, tell me, spit or swallow? Hello, guys. Welcome back to another episode of Spit or Swallow with the hottest host in Nigeria. (laughs) I'm high on my own crack this day, this week. House of Chocolate. Um, Welcome back to the best podcast in the world. In fact, amen, amen. (laughs) Um, Thank you guys for listening, for sharing, liking, subscribing, dropping the links in your church group chat, in your mosque group. Okay. But yeah. Oh my God. You know, I literally dropped the... um, (laughs) I dropped the link to my podcast in one... um, group chats that had predominantly house people and someone said um i i i listened to you know i clicked the link and it took me to one spit or swallow and the sound i heard at the beginning i i you think you made a mistake i was like nah girl that's my podcast <laughs> listen to it listen to it but yes thanks guys for coming back today is what a special day as per usual and i have a very special guest with me we're going to be talking about <laughs> what are we talking about being, <laughs> being a bad girl. Being a bad girl and being overly sexualized when your brand is sexy, you know? Okay. How men approach you yeah. when they think that, like, okay, for instance, now you have lots of tattoos. Oh, so uh, yeah. I'm sure people say, oh, you're a tattoo, baby. Do you have piercings? Exactly. You have lots of piercings as well. Yeah. And so people just profile you automatically. The, the, and, the best thing that they can say is, do you like pain? Do you like pain? I guess you like pain, huh? I'm like, yeah, do you like pain? But yeah, but not from you. Yes. I'm like, let me punch you then. If you like it, then that's the answer if I like pain or not. I'm fucking dead. Because that's a dumb question. Who really, like, on a normal, I'm walking, i like, do you like pain? That's a random. Because I have a tattoo, do you like pain? I just, I just find that so crazy. Random. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't even introduce you. He, if I'm going to say rubbish, he has a belly. Hey, there's two Woo! double Z's. Hey, don't forget the belly. Hey. Give it up, give it up, give it up, give it up. Thank you. I mean, yes, we've already kind of rolled into it. But before we get into it, a proper spit or swallow? I mean, it really depends on the nigga. Mm. If if I've worked hard, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going to collect the fruits of my labor, bitch. Fair, Fuck fair. Off. Yeah. Give me but that if, nut. But on a normal, like, regular, regular, then it's definitely, um, I spit. probably wouldn't even take it in my mouth. Because you can't you can't be collecting bodily fluids from everyone. Yeah, that's what I mean. Sense. But for for the special ones, I mean, you kind of if you already swallow. already slurp that shit up, you huh? already exchange some of it. But I, mean, <laughs> I guess you don't need the end uh, produce. <laughs> I think it depends. Like you know what I mean. Like don't you ever feel like don't you ever think about people's diets? Like that's what I'm trying to say. Like I feel like it can't just be anyone. I'm yeah. even gonna open my mouth to be like, oh yeah. Do you know what I mean? That's actually one thing that we almost always say on this podcast it depends on what the nigga is eating and like. and how many guys are going to be honest with you they're going to be like yeah today I had like a do you know what I mean I had a salad you probably finished having chicken republic and that's okay you... that's okay oh. do you know what I mean like that's actually fine but not the republicans <laughs> to be honest I be dragging republicans yeah. I'm, I always drag them it's like not the chicken republic oh, diet some next year from you some next know? like illegal bush like meat. I would accept ebane goosey jeans but like chicken republic is so malnourished bro. and then you guys are now topping up your alcohol dry like, oh, <laughs> <Just> dry <laughs> Yeah. Oh, don't fucking kill me. But yeah, for the special ones, I'd say I'm a, I'm a, I was swallow. You're swallow it. Yeah, you yeah. know, it's like, yeah. Okay. yeah. That's the best part. It is. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, getting into it. Um, 
kind of touched on it as well when we were talking about um, pain. But yesterday, you spoke about your music. Tell us a little bit about that, your experience being a musician mm-hmm. and also, you know, bringing the sexy Dexy into your music mm-hmm. and how you feel like that affects how people perceive you and how people come at you in general. Yeah, okay, well... Um, okay, so I would say that I started making music, like, my first experience with getting in the studio mm-hmm. and creating was, like, 2019, mm-hmm. which is not that long ago. And I yeah. feel like my music is, like, an extension of me. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't feel like I'm trying to put sexy, sexy in the music. I feel like it's just the same yeah, way I sit down sexy, and just talk sexy. like that. Yeah. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, it's literally how I would speak. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm very aware of that. And... I don't. I feel like in real life, people can obviously always see more sides to you, mm-hmm. and that's why, even though it's an extension of me, I don't think I would be labeled as like this hypersexual babe, mm-hmm. like in an everyday manner. Something, but because yeah. the music, you have like these three minutes to just like communicate something, or like mm-hmm. I don't know. Like I watched this interview about Future because he was saying like he doesn't do drugs, even though his mm-hmm. music is like talking about doing drugs. Yeah. He was saying like he can still you know, put on that, like, lifestyle without really relating to it. and But Mm -hmm. he just knows where he can make good music. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's the same with me. Like, I like making bouncy music that Mm -hmm. is just, like, very in your face. Like, so, of course, there's going to be, like, some sexual references in there. Mm -hmm. But it's not... It's only men that hyper-focus on that. Yeah, always. Do you know what I mean? It's not like... Like, for a woman, like, babies be like, oh, yeah, this is empowering. And it's not empowering because you're like, I made it some idea, go on a Monday. It's not empowering. It's empowering because you can say that. Exactly. Like, it's not because... Like, I love Megan's music. I love the way she's very expressive on her music. Her rap is very just like, you're talking to... It's an experience. It's Mm -hmm. just like... It can be like the most exaggerated experience, but it's still an experience that can still make you, like, feel like, oh, shit, like, I might want to do this now. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, I never thought about it that way. Or mm-hmm. like, I just think it's very lighthearted. So I, I would say my reaction to it is like, I don't care because I know my, myself, I, I, I'll be like, it's very rise of you if you ever met me and the only thing you can take from that is sex. sex. Mm. That'd be a bit mad. Like, mm-hmm. do you know what I mean? So I think also that... Nigerian men. Haram, haram, haram. So, but yeah, I've got, I've got that my whole life. Like, and I think just like when you're the type of person that is, um, like you're just comfortable I think you're just kind of labeled as sexual because mm-hmm. you realize when you're comfortable and these things are not as taboo in your mind, mm-hmm. you're not trying to be offensive. Yeah, it's just you're, your I'm not everyday, trying to say yeah. the wildest thing in the room. It's mm-hmm. just like, I mean, I never knew that was like, not like you know what I mean? I'm yeah, not definitely. that closed off like in mm-hmm. how I express myself. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I don't really mind it. I just don't think it's like true that babes like even Meg I'm sure she's a she. that's why all these people put emphasis on their degrees and yeah. all of this stuff because like oh you need this oh, excuse to make music but why do I not know where Lil Wayne went to school from Lil Wayne's allowed to be like a, a dropout and be rapping nonsense about babes mm-hmm. or future like you're looking up to drug dealers and like allowing them to say what they want to say, but a babe has but to like babe go has to school, you know, the respectability politics. Like everybody's mad. That's actually you know crazy. I mean? You have to have PhD just to say that you know he ate my ass. Yeah, that's like you have crazy. to have all these credentials. Like so, it's like you're not just seen as this one thing because obviously the male gaze. Yeah, they're already different podcasts, you, but yeah. like yeah, the male gaze like controls everything. Mm-hmm. So it's like to speak like that, especially in Nigeria, mm-hmm. is even like hyper. Mm-hmm. Do I mean? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I get that all the time. And I was having a conversation with someone recently where I feel like it's even worse now because one, I have a sex podcast. Two, I sell sex toys. Three, I'm going to be a sex therapist soon. So sexual wellness and sex stuff is 
part of my brand and it's going to be it's even going to get bigger and bigger yeah. as well mental health too but even when i was starting this podcast at first i was like oh yeah it's going to be like sex and mental health and it was like sex and before you know it was like, the sex podcast the sex podcast mm-hmm. the se- like sex mm-hmm. is always at the forefront mm-hmm. and i feel like when my, my i said it i'm gonna have a whole podcast episode on my dms and the crazy dms that i get especially when it comes to toys and how yeah. people say like oh yeah you know, some people even act like they want to buy toys or because I'm I'm very like open to questions. I like helping people when it comes to okay, what do you want? What kind of toy do you want? What's your experience? Mm-hmm. Whatever, you know, all of those kind of things. And then some people are like, Oh yeah, we want, what toy? Okay, what toy is your favorite? And I'm like, You can't use me because I don't know your partner or your woman. I have my own experience. Like, yeah, but which toy is your own favorite? And what is your own experience? I'm like, Well, I should open my clits for you and put it and give it a demonstration. <laughs> like, what do you want? What do yeah. you want? Yeah, so they just, the thirst is just too much. And then you know how, even before, like, me and I, I've said it on, we, me and my, um, one of my besties, we had like a new a podcast about nudity. And I said it, like, I haven't worn a bra. In over a year, I don't wear bras. Yeah, so like, sure. there was a time when I, there was a time when I was like, <laughs> I would care about my nipple showing, but I don't. Like, I literally yeah. don't give a shit about As that. And that's just and, exactly that's yeah. just me going around like my Have daily. Have you ever like, been around your mom with no bra? And I'm just like, ah! and I'm just like, I'm just like, yeah, no. Who I'm like, what is your bra? Why is your? Even I remember there was one time it was my piercing that was showing. Like, what are these two dots over there? Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. I was like, you know, I'm like, nah, I don't wear bras and I, I don't plan to, by the grace of the Lord. Yeah. Actually, because it's it's bondage and I've, I've probably hated them since I started wearing them. And it's so crazy how little things like, so, just like you said, male gaze, little things like nipples. But now I'm just like, yes, look. Yeah. Look at it and die. Yeah. And then I always say, all those frustrated aunties, all those, yes, you and look your at husband, it and die. look at it. Yes, my breast is attracting your husband. <laughs> No, but see, that's such a good response to, <laughs> yeah. to those type of stuff. Yeah, I don't, I, yeah. You, like, don't you think there's also, yeah, like the flip side of, I this don't want to be exhausting. like, do you get me? Like yeah. in, in my head, yeah. Okay, let me tell you, I had this experience when I first moved back to Niger. And like, when I first moved back to Niger, I didn't know, but I was on my like goth shit. Like, I wouldn't say I'm a goth. Like, I would never, ever put yeah, those yeah. two things together. Mm-hmm. But when I moved back to Nigeria, I think like this photographer guy did this like, um, chose me to do like the Nigerian goths in like Nigeria and I was like why am I here like I don't get because I wear black or like we wear Doc Martens and shit or have tattoos Mm -hmm. and um, I just used I feel like I I used to dress a lot more free because I was coming from London so I'd have like fishnets on and like all this shit and then like I remember going to fucking what's that club Sip Mm -hmm. mate okay so I go to Sip now I'm with my friend one of my friends white one of my friends black and like so they let my two friends in and the guy's like please wait please please and I'm, I'm like I'm so, is, are, you, are you racist or something like I was trying to think in my head why would this guy tell me to not to go not in go but in. my two friends that I came with have gone in okay so luckily my brother was already in SIP so somehow somehow he, he just, just came, came outside and was like to, to the security are you mad so like they had the whole conversation and then like my brother pulled me in later and was like do you know why that guy did not let you come into this club because of the appearance he said I look like a prostitute Oh shit! Yeah, do you know like oh, wait, shit. if wait if 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 the guy had told me that different experience, my older brother is looking at me telling me that he, he had to like get me into a club because the the guy thought I looked like a prostitute, and I really looked at my outfit and I was like, you know what, you guys are tapped because I I'm not I don't actually think I exposed myself a lot like mm-hmm. maybe. Like, and that's the thing, we can talk about that as well, where it's like, if you're not small, if you're not this petite person that can go around wearing these mini skirts that look like belts, mm-hmm. that's the new trend now, mm-hmm. this 2K, Y2K, if I wore half of the skirts I see outside, 
first of all, I'll be rich. Let me just say that. But, <laughs> but second of all, like I couldn't even try. Like I've had these experiences so many times, and I really know it's because I'm not small. Because yeah, I, I was I was wearing fishnets, like a fishnet thing from like my neck to my my bottom. So first mm-hmm. of all, my whole body was covered in something. Mm-hmm. Then I had like a bandu one and a skirt. What's a bandage issue? top and a skirt and like fishnets. It was like the appearance, I guess, the vibe, the piercing. The fishnets And he was like, I look like a person. And I was like, wow. And I think from that day, I think something in my soul clicked it because I was like, I can't be asked. Do you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. one day, this would just come out in the family uh, group that's okay. Blah, blah, blah. Do you know what I mean? Like, if I had to, I'm like, do I, what, what, what piece do I want? And then I, and then the next, for the whole year, the next couple of years living in Nige, I was kind of like figuring out, okay, what's my what's style, new style that, yeah. can, I, that doesn't allow me to betray Who my you style are, because but I'm also very be connected less, to yeah. how I appear, but like, less stress and less headache. Yeah. Mm. So like, and honestly, I don't think that's a, everybody should take that route. I actually quite like when people <clears> just ca- carry on doing what do they what want they and want. presenting themselves how mm-hmm. they want to. And I low-key do that, but at, at the back of my mind, I do think if I can minimize my stress, yeah, no, definitely. And, and, I will. and that <laughs> comes with any form of being liberated or liberation in general. Like, there's, it's not everyone who wants to fight and fight every single day. Sometimes yeah. people choose to, like, pick their battles and say, you know what, today, I don't want a headache. I'm just going to wear this and just, it's not like I don't like this, but, you know, cool. Mm-hmm. And then even, so I've noticed sometimes I'm more likely to dress skimpier. Like extremely skimpy if I'm being driven around by my friends yes, or yes, but if I'm yes. going to get a boat, like that happened to my friend. An Uber driver picked her up at like five a.m. and dropped her at farm city and told her to get out. I'm dead. As in farm city is where she belongs or what? Yeah, like, basically. Go back. Go and meet you. Go and get like, My friends literally <laughs> ended up like breaking into the, like ordering the Uber again another time, <laughs> finishing the guy, finishing his car because that's. That, no, that's actually friend, crazy. Even yeah. though, obviously, that's not a great response. I mean, like, I, I, you know, I, mean, like, I sometimes I, I support <laughs> violence. Sometimes, sometimes, in, especially in Nigeria, sometimes you have to collect. Like, are you mad? You just drop somebody's daughter <laughs> in front of Farm City. You don't know if her phone is. Do there you understand? That that's actually fucking great. And she was Nigerian men are you. actually mad. You know, so like, I definitely. <laughs> me, I'm always ready to fight, and I will generally do what I want. But when it comes to dressing in drag, I've noticed that I'm more likely to be freer when one, another another thing is also when I'm with my guy friends, I can yeah. wear pants and I can because yeah. you especially the ones you that are big, yeah, exactly. So you can walk in there. All men will do is look at you, and you know once they see a guy behind you, they keep quiet. Yeah. And it's so sad that we actually have, have to, to go do that. This. I'm listening you know, to what you're like, saying. And I'm like, can yeah, you like that's actually crazy. Like yeah. I noticed that thing. It's like ah, okay, if this person is with me or more, because everybody just think ah, this one is that one's husband or whatever, yeah. and they leave you alone. And I, I've said it before, like you don't even notice the protection that the proximity of men gives you until you decide to go out with your girls one day and men feel entitled to your space. There was one time it was, it was my friends, my male friends were around, but they moved, they were just moving up and down. They left like four of us babes on a table. Next thing, one guy comes out of nowhere, drops his, his bottle on the table. Then he mm. starts dancing and moving near my friend. I'm just like, who the fuck are you? And who the fuck do you think we are that you just come and take over our space yeah. and stuff? And then another one came, put his hand on my waist. I just immediately touched me. I just lifted his hand and I just flung it off. Like, are you? And, it, and are he you was fucking tapped, mad? I think I now set them off do, into get, doing some next... It will now turn into so fights. Like, that thing is crazy. I remember, I've said it before, first of all, well, I don't mean to hate on short niggas, but there was this short man that is a musician in the industry. 
that I wanted to beat me in the club because I don't allow him. Yeah, I don't allow. I can think of like. I'm not. Nah, he not allow. <laughs> no, that one was even. He not. I not allow him put Hennessy in my mouth. I don't want to ride your dirty boat Did now. <laughs> Bye We there standing on poof. You want to beat me because of what now? As I said, because you refused. Because to he said, yeah, he was like, don't do that. It's, it, you, that know like, you, you, um, you know me. You know me. His just, ego was. Bro- it had you guess. He does. Yeah. He's like, I was trying to put you in the best mouth. I was like, you know me. Me a whole celebrity or whatever. Wherever you think. I'm just like nigga, don't don't play that Can shit. Can I just like, say, yeah, artists as well, especially celebrity men, everybody's actually gas because if you think about how music is made, mm-hmm. like you go into a studio, yeah, you're talented. This you're not performing like surgeries on people. You're not like you went into a studio, the song banged. You had you had good strategy. Okay, we know your song. I just don't like that entitlement. A lot of Nigerian guys act like because they they make they music. Forget celebrity, like you, you make music. Like it's not a very, it's a, it's a cool experience, but it's not anything that. Okay, so imagine like how music is now. You've lived eating Indomie every night, like every normal person Indomie and egg. Your life is extremely normal. Tomorrow you rise. Well, now Lisa, I'm not talking about Loja. I'm just saying I'm that. Type of, I'm not talking about Loja before anybody. Let's get about Loja. But like, let me just. You know what I mean? Like, okay, cool. You you see what's going on. Like, Asha, you see what's going on. You can hear the music. Okay, you go to the studio. You just make one song that's good for the time. It's good. You, it bangs. We have TikTok. It just bangs. Mm-hmm. Are you trying to tell me that now the next week you need to cure, like you need to have this? That Bounces, I don't get it. Yeah. Do you know but what I mean? You know, it's like a very you, small I think, thing. I think in Nigeria, everybody is just waiting to blow. The oppression to, to is be preloaded. To be, to be, yeah, like, to everyone be wants to one up. Everybody's yeah, they want to one up the, the next guy. And to be able to enter yeah. the club without waiting. You, and yes. to be able to pull up in that lambo. That's just the thing. So like, people are just waiting for their time. It's like, okay, we'll try this oppression. But when I get there, it means I'm going to show you that I'm my own is I'm going to oppress. So that's just it. We're a very appearance-based society. And it's just, you know, it's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. as well but but yeah like that whole you know navigating people over sexualizing you or so like i got my first tattoo what maybe two months ago but before then people had always been oh i know you have tattoos you have tattoos just because just like what, piercings, and then now oh, my tongue okay, is pierced okay. oh yeah your tongue is pierced so you must like giving head i'm just like shut up bro i had a tongue piercing and my dad said if he saw it he was gonna disown me oh wow so like i up. was pissed up as a kid like not a kid but i was a kid i was like 15 i had the back of my neck but i had everything you could think pierced mm. i've even calmed down thank god but like out of all the piercings that i had that my dad probably knew when he heard of this tongue piercing, he was like, "If I, I that's would disown you, because maybe like, that, that's, that's what he had. Yes. Piercing, eh? I had the back of my neck, I had my chest, I had my dermos, I had all these weird ones. Mm-hmm. And like when he knew I had my tongue, that's the one he was like, "Nope, I can't stand you. I'm gonna disown you." And like even from what you're saying, I'm just realizing that's like a very like subconscious. Why did that one tick you off? I mean, you know, me you know, look at us now. See, Uncle Ching Gang, Ashewo Gang. <laughs> is that a, does that is, mean yeah, apparently left, a woman of the night? Uh, yeah, apparently, um, <laughs> left means you're a lesbian, right means you're an Ashewo and stuff. So it's just. Oh, child! Yeah. <laughs> Mine's on the right. <laughs> Mine's on the right. It's, I don't know if I can put it to the left. Don't forget you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to learn. It's, 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 it's crazy how. People just create this or these personalities. Once they just say, "Oh yeah, you have tattoos." Ah, tattoo. Like, what is this about? I always say, even like, I love how today now young guys they have their hairs in all sorts of ways, mm-hmm. different colors. It makes me happy when I go to like concerts and I just see so many different types of hairstyles. Mm-hmm. I see locks. I see expression. Expression, and and it's yeah. it's so much nicer because obviously our time. Even my brother, there was a time when. 
they cut his afro because I'm like, like it's yeah. just hair though. Like yeah. I don't get why an afro. Yeah. I, I always used to say, why is somebody? Why does somebody's hair matter? Is my hair connected to my brain? Apparently, yeah. It's, it's just like it's all these things with piercings and stuff. It's like you you look at somebody and you just attack Judge this them. persona. What's that word? Um, because I honestly I have this debate a lot because mm-hmm. of I come from very like academic conservative, not conservative, but like. My family is quite one way, yeah. And I, I feel like I have this conversation a lot with my mom because there was a time I had like maybe like 12 piercings in my ear mm. at, at one time. And my friend, my mom taught this like Zumba class and like one of her friends came, she drives one range, always has one nice big uh, Louis Vuitton bag. Like, you know, you know those aunties, mm-hmm, like your husband's rich, auntie. like, okay, we get mm-hmm. it. So she comes to the class now. She's like, mm-hmm, you know, all these things in your ears, you know, you look like a Jamaican working class woman. And that was like, what does that even fucking mean? First of all, how the audacity, the, the audacity to make my mom feel uncomfortable pissed me off. Because mm-hmm. I was like, why are you... I was. I even forgot she was talking to me because I was like, you're saying that though, but like, you're saying that it's in front of my mom or making her feel like she's not she doing the right thing eyes, because yeah. I look the way that I want to look. And mm-hmm. you have the balls to open your mouth and say that. Mm-hmm. And like, I remember saying to her, I remember just snapping back. I was like, thank God I'm not your daughter. Oops. Burned. I'm sorry about it, auntie. Like I didn't know what else to say. I was trying to have my mom's back. I was trying to like not have my mom's back, but I no, was but trying yeah, to but yeah, it's like that situation I hate in a way that where thing. I'm like, yeah, it's you, you like, have no right to say that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And like at the end of the day, what's that thing that you said? Uh, you're perceived how we do that. Like I feel like it's a human response to um, just Profiling putting people, people in, in a box. Like, mm-hmm. and I feel like that's why I like how I move like when I think of people because I don't know if it's from schooling in different places or like having that type of exposure to just so many people from a young age but I've just never ever thought that maybe that's why I look the way that I do Mm because maybe if I was more conscious about that I wouldn't but like it's such a space where it's my outward projection where I would never be like so simple-minded to be like you've done this you've sucked dick so you're gay or like you have tattoos so you're a freak or like oh you have blonde hair so you're what 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 logic do we yeah, base exactly because I'm just like how are these things attached? So because I put color in yeah. my hair, all of a sudden it yeah, means and that's this. why people will stay surprising you because if you're not using any logic to figure them out, you're just using like stereotypical bullshit like that doesn't even make any sense. I'm not gonna be like, oh, you're wearing blonde hair now, so oh, you're one of those oh, you need to have blonde hair because you're deeply. Uh, sad that you're black or like you know some bullshit like that like oh you want to have eurocentric features or like maybe Mm. you just fucking want blonde hair maybe I just wanted some tattoos on my legs maybe I've never thought about this before until you asked me just now like my mom be like do you think this thing makes you look nice do you think it makes you look more beautiful do you think I'm like why does it mean I've done anything for anyone other than myself it Even ways exist, when though. I think about it, I'm actually the quintessential show. I have ways busy. Yeah. I'm <laughs> quintessential the, the quintessential bad girl. Ways busy. Nipple piercing, tongue ring, tattoo out on. I know. Yeah. I don't consider all these things. Yeah. Going back to Nigeria, like, it's, it's, kind of it's so open random, my eyes, yeah. eyes to it a bit more. Like, oh, okay, I get it. Like, um, even if you now dress a certain type of way, it's just ote. Mm-hmm. I don't like that word. Yeah. I don't like that word because I've really. The amount of alternative people in Nigeria are so tiny and they're really not known for being alternative mm. I mean like now Ote is like I look like everyone else but like the different Nigerian but we still the all cool, look alike yeah, yeah the, the cool, cool like the, the vans yeah. sorry and then not the vans I, but you know what I mean like, so it's like if I was something I don't like that word but it's like once you don't look like I guess the norm yeah that's, it's labels We, I guess we need that we like to labels. some degree yes I, th- to I understand think understand each other but I don't think it should be like 
you know yeah especially because i I just feel like it's really simple there was also a time when many people didn't think that i was a science student for instance Mm -hmm. just like oh yeah you think you're loyal you're an art student those kind of things it's like oh you can't be a science student and you can't be cool it's like everyone just thinks yeah it's It's just so basic and it's just like yeah where and what are you what are you adding you know and i don't have to and i hate you know you know that thing about i wouldn't even call it um benevolent sexism it's almost like like backhanded google death (laughs) because benevolent sexism so benevolent sexism is more like uh when people are sexist to you in a way that's not hostile so it, it comes off as they're doing it for your own good so maybe um it can be a man saying stuff like, oh, yeah, no, let me help you carry this because, you know, you're not strong enough type okay, thing. Okay, okay, okay. Oh, yeah, okay, let me okay, get okay, your okay. door or let me even pay for your stuff because, you know, all of this. Because babes don't have any money. Yeah, like, we don't have, like, we're so poor. It's the whole damsel in distress. Exactly. Life. We're okay. so, yeah, exactly. And, so, like, and that's a strong thing because men do like that. A lot of men that wouldn't even like to admit like that because that's why, that's what that conversation we were having yesterday where I was like, I don't like the word hard guy or like, uh, mm-hmm. this one is like conversational. Maybe that, you you get the, those labels thrown at you as a woman when you're not a damsel, when you don't mm-hmm. come across as a damsel in yeah. distress. Mm-hmm. But in my head, I'm like, uh, I still am a damsel. When I'm, yeah, like, yeah. When I'm like, nigga, help me. Like, when exactly. I'm like, if you see exactly. me fighting for myself, so I don't want to have same, you. Same, it's same a way people think, oh, yeah, holy yeah. Sorry. It's a response Please. to come feeling on, like, me. my response is if something, Thank if you. a situation is going on, to handle it. But mm-hmm. as a man, that should, why does that now make me not a damsel in distress. Why not still just handle it, even though I'm trying to handle it? I I don't know. I don't. <laughs> I I really wonder how certain babes have come across as oh I'm so helpless. Like you, I you need to be in control because so th- but that's the thing. So shit. so like the patriarchy princesses. No offense, <laughs> plenty of offense, but no offense. Um, they feel like you know that's the way to get what they want. And what the thing about benevolent sexism is like from the front of it you feel like you're benefiting you feel like okay yes you know as a man he's doing this and he's doing that but he's going to take away from you in the other side there's going to yeah. be disrespect that's going to come you you, you you understand he, he, you're you're making, you're making you're yourself prof- useless you're literally you're allowing them to profile you a certain yeah. way that you all of a sudden now it's like oh this yeah. one cannot pay for anything this yeah, and that and then because he's him. doing all of those things for you entitlement is mm-hmm. going to rise in mm-hmm. another you know in mm-hmm. another way mm-hmm. and it's just like you know what just keep it i'll i'll handle my yeah, own even shit. if you think about like your dad like and that whole vibe it's like if you and that's why it's good to have a dad like if you have a dad shout out to your dad every day like because i feel like a lot of babes become so sort of reliant on men to do everything if somebody like your parent is doing everything like they normally do then they have every say in how your life is gonna go like remember you could have just walk out of your yard and go and study acting of course, of because course. Because you can't, because you know, my dad and, told me and, to study law. And that's <laughs> that's why I also preach financial independence. Like, as much as it's yeah. like, it's like, okay, yeah, choice feminism. And you're just like, oh, yeah, you should do whatever you want to do. I also always lean in the era of, or in the era of um, independence. Because yeah. when you have financial independence, you can move out and you can live life on your own terms. There's so mm-hmm. many people in Nigeria getting married just mm-hmm. so they can live. Just so they, just so they can leave their parents' house. And then it's like, okay, but you're going from one kind of authority to another, to another type of authority. Exactly what you're saying. And yeah. Really wants to be in exactly. And then or you're then now you going there, there and then the man is paying all the bills but, and stuff. Or with every bimbo. And the cheating will be in your face because you have to stay there because you're b- broke. Because you are Because you're broke. Because yeah. your husband knows if you get out from this place now, you're fucked. 
He knows. Imagine a guy waking up every day having that type of thing on your head. Like, do you know what? I can actually just take the piss. Even if the baby Because he knows you're not going anywhere. And he's that's how bad that's how bad he can take it because you're in such a vulnerable position that you can't leave. Maybe you have kids. It's even worse when you have kids. I mean, this psychological thing that they might not be wanted after a certain age, which is thanks to men in the first place. Like, oh, after 30, you expire. So imagine getting married at that type of age, like not having anything secure for yourself. Mm -hmm. Then you have that whole societal pressure of, I'm like 37. Mm -hmm. Now I'm trying to find a new husband. Mm -hmm. So it keeps them in that position. And then, of course, and then it's worse too when they have kids because it's like, who's going to take care of Look after them, then they start talking about Jesus and God. And and I even know (laughs) someone who left. And she stayed away for like a month, but then it was like, okay, but I'm not working. Who's going to pay my child's school fees? So she went back yeah. and she was chopping beating, which is really sad. Was, and she was chopping beating. Yeah, no, the guy was domestic abuse. He was like, really I mean? abusive. It's, yeah, it's that's insane. And yeah, that makes a lot of sense that you should. And I feel like that, a lot, I was having a conversation with my, um, he asked me this, just one random man like that I met in Yaba. And he mm. was like that, oh, if I got married, would I want a prenup? Because I told him I worked. And mm-hmm. I was like, that's a good question, but it goes back to this thing of like wanting that whole I still oh, have I... my own we can be joint but I don't there should be no problem in me having my own some men don't want you to have your own it's even worse when you have more they I mean there are men that kill, yeah, kill their wives and kill women they, don't, yeah. they, don't, they only want you to have a job before they marry you and look like you can work but once you're there they don't want you to have your own thing going on because that's I feel like that's the only place that they have power and it's yeah. just that financial abuse power. and then just feeling like okay society also makes men feel like if they can't provide then obviously they're useless yeah. and stuff. And so they feel like, yes, as a man, you know, I got to pay the bills. I got to do Does this. that mean I cannot do anything? That's such a cop-out, man. It like, is. don't turn something that, yeah, of course, you know, you can be a provider, but be, me doing my own thing shouldn't threaten. Shouldn't, That's yeah, how it shouldn't threaten. It shouldn't affect you. you. Like, ideally, I would happily go half and half in terms of rent or whatever yeah. with my partner. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I said ideally, now, but I want a rich nigga. I can't lie. I, I mean, you know, like, <laughs> I, I, I said I ideally, <laughs> but I mean, it's not everybody that deserves, you know, my money and everything. Yeah. I don't necessarily, but I also don't think I feel comfortable just packing my load and moving into a man's house. Like, even if I do that, I'm still gonna have my apartment, so I'm still gonna yeah. build my house, you know. So it's just like, but if we fire someone, I can drag my box and be going, you know, type you guess, thing. Like, I don't have time. I don't actually mind. Like, if you have dumb money, let me be completely honest. I don't mind going to that. Mansion and sitting down there and I mean to be honest, if it is no if it is a mansion yes but not a three bedroom flat in Lekki that has you know the same yeah they're raising no, raising they, five kids in three bedrooms so, first of all I'm never having five kids I would never have five me kids me too my mom had five kids six Ooh, yeah wow. she's mad that's fantastic She's bad, she's mad. It was a long time ago. Yeah, Imagine having six kids now. Is that not like super School fees will, fin- will finish Whoa. you first of six all. And I feel kids. like a lot of us are even having kids later, Seth. So that's just exactly. so many years of childcare. Exactly. That, you know, exactly. Yeah, I'm, just, I'm not even trying to... I'm definitely, by the grace of the Lord, if I have a child... It must be a surrogate. I, me, really? Why? I'm not popping in anything out of my but vagina. Why do you feel like that? I'm not. I don't. I don't. The only do reason not, why. Do you not have that? Um, that do motherly you, instinct. The, 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 the urge since, to have it as a mother. That, I ask that because <laughs> I feel like you're the only other person. I guess that's in in, our, in my age bracket that has shares that same view. Because in my head, I don't know about surrogate, but I'm just like. Mm. This kid thing, like, yeah, they're nice, like. Yeah, but it's like but I can't betray you. I can't even drop you. I'm like, I have oh, some okay. deep trauma that I'm trying. She's like, yeah. oh, baby, I don't know how we got here. But in my head, I'm like, I have so much trauma that I'm like, Fair. imagine this type of, imagine people 
going after this type of responsibility. It seems so yeah, much because to me. If, I can't process like, it. Even if, think of a 15-year-old. If 15-year-old still needs so much attention, then that's, that's 15 it, I'm years. Thinking, I'm thinking, guy, look, at, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be 27. Uh, make, make me not sound stupid on this podcast, yeah. but I'm going to be 27. Eh? My dad too, I cannot even fathom not being able to be like, daddy. Like, exactly. you know I mean? Do you like, understand? So I, it's not even I always say, I literally say that kids are like a handbag that you can't put down. <laughs> it's like, okay, go away. But you, and look at the state of the me world. Forever. Do you know what I mean? There's also that. I don't like, even know what I'm not trying mean. to take out the beauty of these experiences that we all have lived to, to have. But I'm just like, in my head, like, I can't wait. I hope I get to that point where you I die. feel like I get it enough. You know, <laughs> okay. like, I'm still so confused at 27 in just navigating life on my own terms without all this No, but me, I've already said it that. I, I've like. said it that life doesn't make sense. Yeah. It's never going to make sense. Probably not. You're just going to make the best out of it. All of us Literally. are here on vibes. And that's why I don't understand why we have so many structures that are senseless. I'm just like, why do we have to go to, to school and go to work and become, so can be you know, and be so, and therefore be drug addicts. So, and then we're so limited. You, do, do you know how insane it is that all at, of our money. at 15, <laughs> at 15, they're telling you, oh, decide, not even 15. So when do we enter SS1? I was like 13. What's SS1? Um, Maybe year, what's that? Like Year 9. Yeah. SS1 and the, is year 10. SS1 is yeah, year 10. so they're telling you you should pick science or arts and you should decide your future. And then you're 16 or 15, you're going to uni, pick a course, that's who you're going to be in life. Yeah. And it's like so insane. And it's even worse in Nigeria where the schools are not flexible. So it's not like you can be like, oh, yeah. If I start this, I can switch my major. Okay, I can yeah, do this and that. Like... You must carry that cross or you bounce, you know? And it's, it's so crazy how we just try to fit ourselves into these boxes and say, this is who I am. Or, yeah, cause... And that's why I've been problematic to my parents my whole life. Fam, I've was... always been on my own pace. In this, Not even a conscious thing, but just like, just trying to navigate things. I don't know. Maybe like it's an it's a, it's a upbringing thing because I feel like maybe... And that's what, if I have kids, I'm trying to like put in my head like, oh, what do I teach my kids but I know that something that my parents probably provided at home that was really good was an environment to think and exactly. not be shut down for your thoughts like mm-hmm. I can't like I was only ever shut down emotionally which I mean that's where all my trauma comes from Oops. but aside from emotionally <laughs> I was always kind of allowed to express myself and mm-hmm. I feel like yeah like so why, what, what, I was trying to link this to something that was important that you said before picking courses and being fixed into being a box a, yeah, and how you're multifaceted basically but like I feel like mm-hmm. if you're navigating if I was in school yeah and I was doing things that I liked and blah 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 I was like my parents were giving me like um, after school activities by the time I got to year 10 because it's, it's, it's like that in England too you can make that type of decision you do know your own interests you do like if I was an, if I in, in year 10 if they asked me to choose my three, whatever I wanted to major, I'd say acting. But there was so many, and those things need to be offered though in school because mm-hmm. I would know by then that's where I connect. Mm-hmm. With, I might do biology because I really like biology mm-hmm. and science because mm-hmm. I feel like school is supposed to be fun. Mm-hmm. All of those, all of these decisions are supposed to be fun to make because mm-hmm. the, it's your life. Yeah. But it's when other people are making yeah, them. Yeah, of course. They always project. Yeah, you and that at thirty, you need to doc, have this. Yeah, exactly. And that, you need or to have even that. school so you, doctor, lawyer, this yeah. one. Now. And the thing I like about now is, you know. um, the creative space and how now if someone says oh they're an artist no one is going to look twice but there was a time where if you're a musician no one was just like it's like it's either you're a bank or a doctor you're on serious like it's so crazy like why we 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 see non-nine-to-fiving as on seriousness I think it has to do with the consistency of being paid yeah no so like my dad has said that he's like I want to know if when I leave my kids that you have a stable job that's going to pay you every month and like I completely I get it like 
especially before and I wrote that in this article where I was like um that I couldn't for the longest time I felt like I was purging myself when I started making music Mm. Like I felt like I had all these things inside of me, and it just reminded me of all my doom doom K moments in secondary school of, doom, mm-hmm. <laughs> of like rapping table. and like mm-hmm. it's just it was just like a full circle thing, mm-hmm. and I was very aware of it at the time because I was like, there's no way other people get into the studio and be banging out like raps. Like I wrote my first EP like a week, like mm-hmm. I was just purging. Everything. There was so and I just much, put yeah. it out like mm-hmm. so. That's why for me, I'm like. It's, pro- it's probably going to be easy to brand me in a sexual manner because, like, that was just easy music for me to make. Yeah. Like, that shouty, there was no, like, uh Give me, Give me, like, a verse it. or something. That's, like, sexy. Okay. Yaz, I got you. Do like you in the fool inside the room. Mm-hmm. He said he like a tall bitch, a bitch with some attitude. Mm-hmm. I told that nigga, come here, I'm going to put it up on you. Mm-hmm. So, like, okay, that's not that sexual. It gets, mm-hmm. listen to the song, it gets a lot worse. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you like. But, like, so, you know, just stuff like that. That doesn't mean I'm trying to be sexual. It's like a, it's like a swag. It's, it's like a, yeah. it's like a swag. Like, the same way Lil Wayne, I just always refer to it, to men, because I'm like, this is not a hard thing to grasp or like why you should not just think somebody just makes solely sexual music because you have men that do the exact same thing mm-hmm. and you don't think that about Their them. Their sex objects. You know, yeah. I mean, you don't think that that's all they do. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah. Um, yeah. Exactly. I think obviously there's just that difference. Um, there's just that difference when it comes to men and women we're just never going to be judged the same there's yeah, always gonna roles. be yeah but exactly. that should be a, you do. not fair like let it be for things that actually make sense mm-hmm. not for like you know a woman cannot I don't even think there's anything that makes sense where we just say oh yeah except going to war and dying yeah send them anyway yeah. but like for <laughs> yikes but everything else I feel like you know for the most part it should be an equal playing field there will always be unnecessary double standards and it's like yeah. oh you say one, two, three, and everybody, oh, this sexy babe, sex, 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 oh, mm-hmm. this girl is wild. That's, that's, that's the thing. Wild. Wild. That's ah. the best word. Everyone, everybody, wild. oh, yeah, wild. Today, so last, this week, someone called me dangerous. Yeah, wild. You dangerous babe. Yeah, this. Yeah, that. Who, ha, who, ha. Because of what? Babe? Might be. <laughs> I know, because I'm saying all this, like, they're judging me, they're just they're like, just... no, kid, this me, though. This me, you <laughs> ever <laughs> like a word. I'm so sorry, you were, you're just projecting, you're like, shit. I've been seen, but wait, this is so funny. Sorry, like I have people thing to say. Mm-hmm. So this vibe you are talking about tattoos. Uh-huh. I went on a date with this guy. Yeah, this was a shocking experience. So I went on a date with this dude, and he came to pick me up. Like I've already met him, mm-hmm. and like I entered his car, yeah, and he was like, ah, "You know, you have so many tattoos. Uh, are you a freak?" I was like, ah, "Freak." Well, I was like, ah, "That's ah. another then one." Dangerous. Like, can you see freak? these scars on my hand? So, like, can you see these? Like, this one, two, mm-hmm. three. These small little. Mm-hmm. Please, is this something you would just notice if you just if I had my hand out? It's not like one massive burn or anything. So he's looking at my my arms, objectifying me, and he's looking at me. and He's like, mm, "Ah, these, are these gunshot wounds?" <laughs> <laughs> I was like, How? what? Do you know, I thought he was even going to say, is it like from Fireplay or BDSM or some shit? It is Fireplay, exactly. It's something a bit... It's Fireplay. That. No, not Fireplay. <laughs> you wish. <laughs> like, let's get into that. I was like, no. It's coming. actually... It, I don't want to say is what it, it is about. It's a... Yeah. Oh, okay, fair. It's like... A, so imagine... 
someone saying that to you unprovoked like I'm mm. not having a normal day mm. you're making me like over I was like are you fuck like the whole day mm. anything you will ask me I'll be like oh I would get this thing for you but you know me and my gunshot yeah. wounds so I, I don't know if I'm really you know I'm a bit dangerous there, really. like first of all him saying <laughs> gunshot wounds I can't imagine how many From babes you can't can nige and ask them is this a gunshot, gunshot wound? wound this small thing this, like this small thing because you know, of he tattoos being, like, he thinks they're a killer I'm a ruffian <laughs> he thinks I'm a rough you know yeah, what I mean? so there's even the guys that would look at you that will have tattoos and blah 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 and be like mm, you sexy freak blah 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 mm-hmm. then there's the ones that would look at you and be like this rough tout <laughs> <laughs> this gang member because <laughs> that's how that's how he was I feel like and I, and I have not smoked J. You know, I forgot. Me, I don't have to be a Nigerian big Lagos, do all this Lagos babe shit because, like, I knew the guy who had bad, like, he was a big guy, like, he was doing his thing. But, like, me, I gave them weed. I just took my thing. We were going to go, go eat. I was like, I need to eat this bread. I need to jump. I need to be able to eat this food properly. So I smoked in jail. I probably came to go smelling of, like, you know, a perfume and a bit of weed. <laughs> but that's not a bad thing. Oh, the Igbo. And, like, maybe then my tattoos, you know, like, ah, ah, this gun shop I was like, you're an old man. That's your problem. Is that you're somebody's father. I'm fucking <laughs> It seems like if he fucks up, you just break bottle on his head. Do you guess? Do you fight? Ho- do I fight a lot? Yeah. Do you, no, do you fight? I'm a cancer. I don't fight, babes. Okay, so. I don't fight with my my hands anyways. <laughs> you see, that's the thing. That people just assume that, you know. I mean, fight. It, yeah. Exactly. I That's the last thing I would but do. Yeah, I, I would, uh, I'm a softie. I've actually literally. never been in a fight before, like a physical <laughs> we, we, huh? fight. Yeah, okay. I think I've been, the only physical fights I've been in proper are just like with my brothers, like. But it's no, that was the, back, that in, back the day, in the day. Not now. Like, yeah. not, I even stopped fighting not, when not now, I was like, like 11, to be honest. Okay, mine was like, maybe like 17. That's when we finished racking. Because there's six of us, it's different age, graphic, graphic, rack. But yeah. <laughs> like oh yeah, enter set. <laughs> but inside my older was that that one they have just as I was and to be fair, I was probably the most annoying little sister that anyone could have when I, if I'm being completely honest. Because mm. I was a very gra gra type of kid, probably still now. Mm. But not like I'm gonna put my hands on you. More like yeah, I'm just, just verbally mouths. ready yeah, to just, just go. Okay, it's tra- it's my it's my trauma, guys. Oh, yeah, I said what position are you? Like are you like a I have a little child? brother, so I have got the fi- I'm the fifth. fifth. Mm. Yeah, but I have no sisters though. Oh, you're the only babe. Yeah. Same. I mean, well, it's just two of us, just me and my brother. Shout Still. Out to, yeah. Like, yeah. That, I think that plays a big impact in coming across as not coming across as a damsel in distress. I you guess. know, because it's just because like. I was never taught that that's what women are supposed to. Like, I never. Just thought, I was like, raised I by strong that, women. Yeah. And the women are just always. I still know that there's anything, a difference yeah. between a woman and a man. Mm-hmm. And I know I should be treated differently than my brothers, which I always was, but not to the level of oh my god, everything I have to cry. Like, my brother should was me, I wasn't back. So that's the, only, my the only, I feel like the main difference is that I think is <laughs> when it comes to like labor and stuff, like I still form my don't own generator because it's like Ugh, yeah, I that mean, bitch exactly. can be turning on gems. Like, like a lot of babe thing. My dad know? always reminds me that I'm a babe. Like he always finds me like He's growing like, up. Like, mm. He would always like all the guys would be struggling with their car. Like I when I was like sixteen, there was always fuel in my car. It was always like you just go do this. Like you know what I mean? Take this small. Like, you know what I mean mm. like he was getting the small money because I was the only girl so yeah so he, of course I can imagine they were way. eggy they, yeah. they treat you like in an egg in a way not really babe. Mm. if I was an egg I'd be cracked mm. so <laughs> I'd be a cracked egg um but like screaming she's like maybe a little I can't football. lie I don't think I was well people say that in lots and I'm just like mm, I've been through a lot man I, but dead. it's like it's probably also the biggest blessing in my life mm. you know what I mean it like especially don't even toughen me up, but it just made me see life on a level of not about just male, female, right, just like yeah. moving like as person, yeah. not as guy. Cause I feel I, I connect more with my femininity, with my feminine vibes now, but my feminine vibes means I'm soft natured, like mm. I'm nurturing, I'm caring. That doesn't mean 
if you start shit with me in this room right now, I'm going to let you start shit with me in this room right now. And I'm not allowed to say nothing because I'm a babe. I'm confused. Mm. Like, you know what I mean? So like, Mm. especially alpha male guys that like to have that alpha. If I just in a room like this, Yanni now, Mm. and there's a guy that has alpha male complex, by now he walks out and got dreams of of this bridge. By the time I'm done with eh, it, I will not even know that that's what I'm doing. (laughs) (laughs) He will throw himself off the balcony. Like, I've had too many experiences like that, but yeah. Um, and that thing you were saying about feeling protected, um, even though I had that experience with my brother outside the club and mm-hmm. the guy, I also feel this deep way of like, I do feel like very protected in these Lagos streets mm-hmm. because not only do I have all these brothers, but everybody knows them. Yeah. To some capacity, everybody knows them. So it's like, I'm sure there's a lot of dudes that are supposed to smash, that I haven't smashed, that have saved my mental health. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm sure there's some mistakes that I've not made. I'm sure there's the fear of God in some and, of them. You know, even sexu- <laughs> even sexually as well. So there was a time when I used to live with my cousins, like it was a house, mainly guys. I've always, I've always been comfortable around men because I've had uncles, yeah. my brother and all of that. And I live with my cousins as well. And when I moved to my own place, that's when many of their friends started telling me how, oh, you know, I never made a move on you because, you know, your cousins were around. One guy told yeah. me we never entered the house. Yeah. So it's that protection thing. They even sexually. Yeah. And it's just like, me, can't. a whole 20, whatever year old woman, don't you think I should be making my own sexual decisions? Why is the proximity of my cousin or whoever you think is my brother stopping you from moving if because you want to move? Because it's trash. I mean, if I mean, it's like good readers, Yeah, for me, honest, the way I figured that out too, was if you're too scared for my any of my siblings to know, because you had bad intentions and you don't want they them to already, My brothers mm-hmm. know you like inside out. They know you are a tout. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. They know you're one of those dudes that nobody's sister should be fucking... Not even like, I feel like, because my brothers are quite level-headed. There's some people like, like you know, they're not too like, oh, you can't do this, you can't speak to that person. I think they kind of realise that as you grow, yeah, get yeah, older, yeah, you, yeah, you're pro- it's probably more effective mm-hmm. to be reasonable mm-hmm. if you're trying to really look after your sister mm-hmm. than to be unreasonable yeah, because she's be just going to hide shit from you and your exactly. niggas are still going to fuck her. Mm-hmm. So it's like the ones that my brothers, or like even through the guys, the ones that are so shook. Like there was a time, there was this dude... Sexy as fuck. I still love you. You know who you are if you're listening. I'm but you probably now, but I'm going to send it to you. <laughs> <laughs> but um, anyway, so like we were at Envy and Envy is so close to my house. And then we came back to my house and I was like, we about to get the nest. Like, you know when you're drunk as fuck mm-hmm. and you're with a dude that's sexy as fuck? Like, no, you're not. It's just not like, you know the dude, like he's sexy as hell mm-hmm. and it's like going to be a great experience. So we go upstairs now. My brother, as we're going upstairs, like 4 a.m., my older brother mm-hmm. comes out of his room mm-hmm. and then my the boy the guy that I was with he trains with my brother mm. so like they're guys so like he just goes and hides in the plant like we have these plants over here and he just he's just like this <clears throat> he's just still like this I was like this guy you look like a twat I was like you look like, <laughs> like a twat you look because, like an idiot do you, do you what think you're a cartoon doing? character <laughs> do you think like all of a sudden you've disappeared like we like, can I'm see like, you okay, in plants, the fucking pot when is not pants. a fucking tree in the house I was like I didn't want to give him pussy no more because I was like you look like a twat like you are you're frozen in the plant <laughs> that's not even a bush like so you're just there like an my idiot at you, I'm looking at you when like a like, fucking buffoon and then I'm he's dead. like oh bro 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 you know bro like, bro what bro, bro I was just dropping her home like she's drunk I was like swear down I'm drunk <laughs> so he threw me under the bus first of all dropping me home for Envy Envy's like a two minute walk from my house so it was like I didn't want to give him pussy anymore because I was just like this Did guy you? you are just looking like yeah, I don't like this Did thing yeah 
Okay. <laughs> I mean, come on. We're already like two minutes from my oh, So door, your brothers but... are cool then, you yeah. know. I mean, what can my brother say? Really like, do, yeah, he, he, was yeah. looking, he was looking at, he I was looking like he wanted to come out of himself. Stuff. Because remember, like to him, he trains with this dude. Mm, so that guy's going like, So yeah. he's kind of like, that's I'm why he felt so brother. awkward. Fuck that's why sister. the other guy felt so yeah. awkward because he's like, ah. Do you get like ah? We did train for gym. Now nah, they, 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 they walk in four a.m. and they just uh, escort your sister to her door. <laughs> screaming, screaming. I mean, messy, but I get it. I get it. Oh, my brother's driven me home from the club one time because he 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 saw me. Um, the guy was dancing on me. Like I was even dancing on the guy. That's how you know you're, you're a G. When mm-hmm. that guy comes to be whining on you, I'm like, mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, let me not say the brother. But he just uh, he, we just he just said come with me. So she sped home like I thought I was gonna die. He just dropped me at the gates. We didn't even enter. He just told me to get out and go inside. Yeah, the club. <laughs> no, and go inside my house. No, I mean, so your brother dropped you home. Then he went. He back went back out. to the club. Oh. Wow, that was the day that I don't know why I allowed him to. My do brother such is super nonsense. cool. We're like besties. Yeah, my brother. Can I ask you? Can we get? Can I have a pre-break? We're about to wrap pre-break? up, so hold okay. that shit. Hold right, it in. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, let's quickly go to the um, sex tip of the week. Yeah. So it can be related to the topic or just, you know, in general. Sex tip of the week yeah. is masturbation. Just masturbating. Yeah. I feel a... like masturbate for better sex. Masturbation is not a sin. I know apparently the Bible presents it as one. But Bible I says really you can't don't even think it's do not. I really don't think masturbation it, is apparently. a sin. And it makes me sad that there are people that like touch themselves come. And then feel bad like they've committed some sin against God. Like I'm pretty sure. I don't know. I don't know. But I just personally don't think that that is too bad. But like I feel like masturbation gets to know your body, and then you can tell other people how to please you the way you want to be pleased. Exactly. That's why we can make ourselves come. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Otherwise, we wouldn't be able to do that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've said every <laughs> single thing she said. You guys know I've said that countless times on this yeah. podcast. So. Hashtag retweet. Um, basically, um, masturbation. Masturbation. I think that's. I, I'm actually gonna. To, I'm gonna leave it there. Masturbation. House and chocolate. The week. House and Ibo Koboko. I'm there. <laughs> House and chocolate and Ibo Koboko. Ibo Koboko. Hmm. We're gonna. You're gonna see more of this collab. <laughs> Coming soon to your timeline. Yes, Thank you, guys. Thank you. Um, stream the podcast. Follow us at Spit or Swallow Pod. Find us on every streaming platform. Follow Yazaveli. Yeah, follow me. Y a z z a v e double l r. Yeah. Two z's. Two z's. Yaz with two z's. Follow me. House of chocolates. Buy sex toys from my sex toy page. You know where to find it. Yes. Okay, guys. Thank you for joining us. See you same time next week. Bye. Bye.